Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is... Season four of Better Let Me Tell You. It's like sitting in rush hour traffic. No, at least that chair has cushion. Well, you wouldn't know. You haven't gotten rush hour traffic in like a year. In like a year. Yeah. And now we have a remote work policy. So theoretically. Life is good. I don't have to go back. <laughs> Life is good. Pues para la gente que se tiene que meter un tranque. That's true. They could hear, pero let me tell That's you. That's right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 145, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy pero Friday. Felicidades. Oh, good googly moogly. Oh, yeah. This is the last Friday of February. Yeah. That's ya it. tenemos la uh, yeah in in a regular year in a regular time I would say <laughs> ya tenemos la feria arriba de nosotros it's March oh, but but we'll still have it at some point this year yes as of right now it's going to be postponed so for yeah. those listeners who didn't know uh you know from mid April from mid March to like Easter-ish. early April is the Dade County Youth Fair or the fair as yes, we call yes. it now we've rebranded it and if you are a native of Miami or you know you grew up here that's a big deal the, yeah. the chances the, are you've been the fair is a big deal uh but now they moved the fair this year because of covid obviously right. to what November November to like like right before Christmas right so what i think is great is that from what i hear they're not going to keep it in that time I think this is a temporary measure. Yes. Yeah. But what's great is that then... <gasps> in 2022... It'll be like four months later. Oh, the fair is here. And so. it'll be right after Christmas. Yeah. Which Christmas I still get happy. excited about the fair. So do I. The fair is such a Miami thing. I mean, anybody who's seen our, our Instagram during yeah. the fair time knows Again, welcome excited. to episode four, yes. 145, <laughs> 145, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. But <laughs> I, I, I've said this here on the podcast before. Like, when I've talked to other people who are not from South Florida about the county fair... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, the county fair here is like a big deal. Yeah. They're always like. The county what? fair. Because yeah. like most county fairs are like, whatever. Yeah. A Ferris wheel, some popcorn, you know, 4-H 
show an elephant ear and call it a day and call it a day where yeah. but here it's like it, it, una production. it's a production yeah and um yeah like when when if you're my you know you're a miami native if when you, it comes to march you start getting that little like la feria ya está aquí ay que rico ahorita llega la comida la comida la comida <laughs> now the fair is yes, coming yes the fair is coming so we love the fair and and <sighs> you know on like a more like significant note the fair is like a great community partner because mm. they actually you know they, they have scholarships yes yes um, um, ultimately they are a scholarship program yeah um you know like as you mentioned 4-h that's really what it started off as it was a 4-h um scholarship program so you know you'd raise your pig your cows that's why you go there's the guinea pigs the rabbits and the chickens and all that yeah and then it extended into like all of the other things like the um like the architecture and the yeah. you know all that so when yeah. i was in uh middle school and even high school i used to do a lot of well you remember a lot of um like models yes like scale models yeah, yeah, of yeah. buildings and all that stuff and i used to bank because for every exhibit that you would turn in if it would get first place you'd get like i don't know 50 bucks yeah so you know i would turn in anything i found around the house i'd be like okay i built this like i did this so give so, me give me give me, give me, give me. and i would i would turn in you know like five six things and um and i you know usually get first or second place right, so right. You know, fifty, forty dollars times five or six exhibits. You know, for a twelve-year-old, that's, that's two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. You're rich. That's true. And even if, because I know they would give you free tickets, you'd yeah. go. You're yeah. not going to blow two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh back God, then I remember that, and this was probably the truth. You know, this is the same for like most people. I remember where my dad worked. You could buy the tickets like in advance. Would, yes, in advance. Mm-hmm. Like my mom también. The sheet of tickets. Yep. And my dad usually will get like one or two sheets of tickets. Mm-hmm. And usually it was like the month before the fair. Like I remember when he would bring home the tickets. You it'd be knew this it was happening. Like, was, yes. oh my yes. God. Oh my God. And do you remember when you used to get at school? I mean, this is like old school. The map? The map. I used to love that day. The I used map? to get excited about the map. That doesn't, they don't, they don't do that anymore. They have an app now. Oh. <laughs> the app killed the map. Exactly. Yeah. Like the app killed but the, the map. map. The, the map I remember had the double looper. And it had all the little drawings. And every year the map was different. Yes. Yes. It was a different drawing yes. of, of Okay, the map. guys, like yes. the people listening to us that are over 30. Do you guys remember the map of, of, the, they of do. the Dade County no, they Youth are. Fair? You know you remember the map. Of Come the Dade on. County Youth Fair? Come on, you know you do. And it's funny because till this day, when you hear so much people saying, The fair, be, be there. there. It's yeah. all there. The yeah. fair be there. To me, that's not the jingle. The jingle it's, is the Dade County Youth oh, Fair. That. It just keeps on getting better. Like yep. that is the jingle. Like, but whatever. That's true. Anyway, oye, <laughs> what's up? Oíste que de robaron el perro a la gaga. Oh, they see los perros, and I'm not talking about the hot dog place. Le robaron los perros a la gaga. Okay, A, I'm laughing because of the way that came out was just like a picture. They took a dog from some poor stuttering okay, woman. But, 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 but it reminded me of Le Vestido de Lupita. Oye, nobody serious. Oye, they shot the dog walker. So, for those of you who haven't heard, um, it was all over the news yeah, uh, yeah. today. Well, Fake this, Friday. Yeah, this week. Um, this week. Lady Gaga's dog walker was walking the dog as, as the dog walker does. As his job description and said. And somebody came up and shot the person. To take the dog. 
I no, think it was. I, no, I think, I, think was, they, I think they took the dog. No, no, they did take the dogs, right. but I think it was supposed to be like an armed robbery or something, and they took the dogs. They took it's two dogs. It was well, she was walking three dogs, okay, and she took two of them, like the two French bulldogs. I'm picturing them just putting one under each arm like hams. Yes, like, <laughs> and they shot the poor dog. I mean, that sucks. The poor dog walker, and I'm thinking, okay. They must have been in like Beverly Hills or something because I mean she was walking the dogs from Gaga's house, house right, or apartment or whatever, or whatever. Right. Yeah, we're not talking like it was like in a slum area, right? Like, right so right. I mean, the last thing you think of <laughs> is that yeah. you're going to be, you know. I'm pretty sure when somebody becomes a dog walker, and I, wa- <laughs> I wonder, did this person like, you know, seek? This dog walker because they knew it was Lady Gaga's dog walker. But it's like even if it's Lady Gaga's dog walker, how much money do you think the dog walker has on their body when they're walking the dogs? It's not like you know. It's kind of like when you go to a place and it says uh, our cash our uh-huh. cash register only have more than a hundred dollars yeah. overnight. It's like how much money do you think this dog walker has on them? So it's like, are they going to hold these dogs hostage? But when Gaga is offering five hundred thousand dollars. To find, you know, to whoever finds her dogs. So today, the person who told me this... Do you want to go to California look for dogs? The person who told me this was my my, my assistant. She's like, oh, yeah. No, I'm a California because my assistant is is originally from L.A. She has family there. So she's like, oh, yeah, I know L.A. in and out. We're going to find those dogs. It's $500,000. Even with the cost of plane and and hotel, you're still coming out ahead. And that's tax-free because I don't think they... I don't think that's taxable. You know what's funny? When I thought about that, I'm like, oh, let's go to California and be like a inspector dog, you know. I thought about like Perry. <laughs> like Perry the Platypus? Like with the trench coat and the thing. Perry! I'm like, we're looking for Daga, for Gaga's dog. Oh my God. Yeah. I really hope it was not Doofenshmirtz who stole the dogs. They robbed the perros a Gaga. Oh yeah, if Lady Gaga's dogs aren't safe, nobody's safe. Nobody's are. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna refute that. I think that the reason her dogs aren't safe is because they belong to Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga? Yeah. She I mean, she seems like a good dog owner. No, 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 but no. But you think what I mean by not safe is that like they're they're a target because right. you know she's a famous person. Like nobody's coming into your house to steal your you know, nui. Right, <laughs> but you know, um true, but I but again, I don't know if they went out and Went after this dog, like walker purposely went for the- because it was Gaga. But right. you know, we hope we, we no look. Well, we're I mean, laughing I'll, at I'll, it. I'll, I'll but we hope number one, I hope the pers- dogs. Well, number one, I hope this person recovers. You know? I don't know how badly they were yes. shot. But no, I mean, they 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 were. It was you it was, know it they was, were stable. They were stable. But nonetheless, I mean that's a traumatic event. You know, no, oh, yeah. that they were shot. You know, so it, I mean we're kind of laughing at it, but it, it's really no laughing matter. I mean, this poor person got shot. Yeah, her dogs got stolen. I mean, I would be devastated if that happened. To my dogs, right. you know, because you don't know the intentions of that person. Right. So, you know, uh, that sucks. And she's offering $500,000. So, okay, $500,000. You know what, though? It's the, tempting. It, it is tempting, but I think no that's very effective. Espérate, Tú no tienes un primo que tiene una casa that we can go and stay at. I do. Yeah, we're going to talk offline. We're going to discuss. Um, there's probably a lot of people in that area now. <laughs> Putting on little trench coats and uh, and uh, it's just one big Sherlock Holmes reenactment yes. in that area. Have you seen this dog? <laughs> oh, it's five hundred thousand dollars. Yes. So you know, we hope they find La Gaga's. We do. We do. Dogs. We do. Los perros de La Gaga. Los perros de La Gaga. 
So. Oye, tuviste que ahora moving forward la papa no va a tener sexo. That was what I was gonna br bring up. <laughs> so, so, okay, so okay, tell me what you think about that. <laughs> All right, so for for listeners who don't know, um, this week has it's Hasbro, right? Play School. Yes. Hasbro Play School. Um, the makers of the Mr. Potato Head toy have announced that moving forward, they're no longer going to refer to him as Mr. Potato Head or, or, or Mrs. Potato Head. It's just going to be Potato Head. And really, they're just changing the name in that in that sense. I mean, everything else is BAU. It's business as usual. Okay. Um, so I want to read actually the statement from okay from from the company. Hasbro. So because it, it's all about how because everything nowadays is political, right? right everything. Right. So when I first heard this, I heard, "Oh, they're not going to have Mister Potato Head anymore because you know PC culture, the right. liberals, you right. know, blah 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 blah." And I was like, hmm. I was like, I know there's more to this story than that, usually, right? Usually it's So, here's the official statement. This fall, Mr. Potato Head will be branded Potato Head mm -hmm. to better reflect the full line the company said on a Thursday press release. Quote, rest assured, the iconic Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head characters aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Okay, what they're saying, and they go on to say, create your potato head family toy as a celebration of the many faces of family. What they're saying is that the there's a whole line of, if you will, Mr. Potato Head, because Mrs. Potato Head had also become very popular. Well, for yeah. God's sake, she's on Toy Story. Yeah, they're they're both on Toy Story. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. Mrs. Potato Head on her own, you know, independent woman that yes, she is. Her and Ms. Pac-Man, damn it. Um, <laughs> you know, she... They're like the Gloria Steinem and Marlo so Thomas. So now they're trying toys. to like brand it as like Mr. Potato Family because I guess... Like the Potato be, Head Family. Right. There's going to be other... Which is, which is interesting because they did at one point, I don't know if you remember this, I mean, a while back when we were, I think we were like little, little kids... They had a cartoon show called The Potato Head Kids, mm -hmm. and they had released a line of Potato Head Kid toys. Mm -hmm. So they did have the Mister, the Misses, and then the Kids, and I think they were I think they were called the Potato Head Kids or something like that. So I mean, it's not the first time that they've had a essentially a line extension, right? But again, in this political world that we live in, that everything, even a toy, turns into like politics. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say, I don't. At the end of the day, I don't care. Like, at the end of the day, I don't care in the sense that, like, brands rebrand all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, honestly, sometimes it's something as simple as, like, hey, it costs us less to just call them the potato heads as opposed to Mr. and Mrs. Because then it, it's a different, you know, logo that we have mm -hmm. to use. And that's additional ink. So sometimes companies dress up changes as great reasons. And it's really a cost-cutting uh, measure. But with that said... What I what I will say is I don't I don't understand you know the big hubbub because at the end of the day, when you buy it you're still buying a quote unquote Mister or a Mrs or a baby potato head or what have you so nothing really has changed in 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 the sense of the product in and of itself. Right, but that's why I was saying that when I first heard of this because of course 
It's what I've been trying to say. Everything turns political. Mm -hmm. So now there's people who are running with a narrative of like, oh my God, now we can't have Mr. Potato Head because some liberals, you know, and the gender fluidity and blah, 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 blah. This is not about gender fluid. This is not about Mr. Potato Head being gender fluid. Or trans. This is simply that they're rebranding the toy so you can customize the toy however you want to. But the thing is that you still, you already can. Right. But now... I, I guess they needed, you know, these are such classic and iconic toys right. that I feel that any change in them, right. it has to be kind of said because, again, they're classic and iconic. Right, right. So if you're going to rebrand this as a potato head family, mm-hmm. which I think makes total sense, you know, it, it's one of those things that, like, I think it, it I, I don't know if this is why they did it, but it serves a double purpose because, you know, the whole thing with gender fluidity, you know, Different people may have their opinions on that, but that is something that is true and that is something that is real, you know, and and not only that, but the whole thing that, you know, you can create your own family with mm-hmm. the potato head like, toys, toys. Mm-hmm. you know, families look different, not, they're all not the same, you know, they're all the right. same. So I think that with this change, you can serve those that maybe are not in the traditional, I, I hate to use traditional because historically traditional, traditional makes historically. it sound like it's superior. But historically you make, traditional, you make it you you serve the purpose of those people that maybe feel they're not represented represented in mainstream culture in general, and at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, you're also keeping the identity and the legacy of the product intact. Because as they said, Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head, I can't believe this is a topic on Pero. Let me tell you, they, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head will still be there. So you're going to have your little hat to put on the, the potato right, right. and the little bow to put on her if you want to. And if you don't want to, then whatever, you know, put something else. I think they should go back to how it was at the beginning. You know what? Don't even just, just sell the accessories and have your own potato. That's like the whole thing, you know, a few years back. I think we talked about it here in the podcast. Um, when, Target decided... Oh, they got, they got rid of, like, girl aisle, boy aisle. Right, I mean, toys. the toys are still, quote-unquote... They're categorized. They're categorized with what would be, be a girl toy and a boy toy. Like, the dolls are in one section and... The action figures are in the other. And... But it's not anymore the, the girl toys. It's not called the girl aisle. Uh, right. 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 That was a change that didn't really affect people. But maybe to people or kids Mm -hmm. that had a problem identifying, you know, whether you're a boy that likes to play with girl toys or a girl that's a tomboy and whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, if that's going to help certain kids, that small little change can go a long way. Right. 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 You know, that, that kid that feels they can't identify at that point in their life with one thing or another, or maybe again, likes this and that, Mm -hmm. you know, that's something that maybe means something to them. Whereas, it doesn't affect me. It's just... It's, the, it, yeah. it, right. They just took the, the category off. Like, the toys right. are still there. So, it's like one of these things that people complain. And then it starts off with, family values and children. What do I tell right. my children? And I've always loved that line. <laughs> like, what do I tell my children? Well, I have a child now. Oh, so you can you can impart, can you're gonna impart you, the wisdom. I yes. can tell you what I could tell my children. Right. It's like, they're toys. They're toys. Like, <laughs> Those are dolls. Those are action figures. Those are Legos. They're toys. Call so, it a day. whatever. So, actually, did you hear about the other pop culture, I guess, I don't know if pop culture is the right word, but iconic name that um, there's a little bit of a hoopla this week about? I don't think so. So, the um, the chief of the Cherokee Nation okay. asked Jeep to stop using the Cherokee moniker. So, like the Jeep Cherokee? 
Right. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did hear that Bruce Springsteen proved yet again that being rich gets you off of DWIs. Didn't he plead guilty? Yeah, and then they they got rid of all the charges for you just pay your five hundred dollars and you're good, thanks. And then Jeep reinstated the the commercial. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. But let's first <laughs> talk about the Cherokee. So, what do we think about that? Um, I mean, well, what I think about it is I'm a I'm a Cuban guy uh, talking about Native Americans, so it's always going to be dicey. The Cherokee, the los Cherokee. Because that's what they say. Oye, tú te compraste un Cherokee. Cherokee. Tremendo carro. Ahí tienes carro. I I understand. It's uh, it's such a hard one, right? I understand where they where 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 the chief and and you know the 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 tribe is that the right word? I I don't want to be insensitive. Is coming from, but I think that in the grand scheme of when some of these names and like the Redskins for instance are so offensive I mean I, I feel like well, at but least this, this are the at ar- least Jeep Jeep is more is, the, is right well more the argument middle is, of the line the argument is the, so the other Native American terms that have been used like the Redskins and all that you know the criticism of those was were slurs. those were slurs and derogatory right. descriptions right. and right. names Jeep states that they use the term Cherokee as a term of not endearment, but a term of like power and like this is our Jeep Cherokee, like insert mm-hmm. sort of um sort of honoring the Cherokee. Right. Um the Cherokee Nation or the leader of the Cherokee Nation said it's appropriation. Mm. So the argument is a little bit different. It's not so much offense that it's offensive. It's about appropriation. It's appropriation. I mean, again, I can see where they're coming from, but I guess in the in the in the big scheme of things, I, I mean, at least it's a positive. Uh, it's a positive use. You know, I, I mean, think I think at the very minimum, we could have a conversation as to whether the name should be removed or not. Mm-hmm. You know, the pros and cons to removing the name. You know, a name that's so ingrained in American right, right. culture at this point because the Jeep Cherokee is a very iconic yeah, car. It's, it's right? American, brand, and yeah. and. To the defense of, not defense of the company of Jeep or Chrysler, um, the Cherokee nameplate as a car goes is very prestigious because it's a good car. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like a Ford Pinto. Right. It's a good car. I think that at the very minimum, you have to acknowledge the conversation of how it is appropriation. I agree. It is. is. I agree. Because I think think that the problem is that a lot of people are like, ah, that's people wanting to, you know, causar problema. See, being being sensitive. Being sensitive. sensitive. Mm -hmm. You know, it isn't because you are appropriating a group of people that have been so battered by history and have been so marginalized and treated so badly, you know, historically, Mm -hmm. that you have to at least acknowledge that despite the fact that, you know, best intentions that they've been treated so badly, you know, they, their culture has been appropriated. Right. Right. So you have to at the very minimum acknowledge that whether or not, you know, you should take the name off the car, you know, that's, that's a debate that we could have. Mm -hmm. But I think that the bringing to, to the attention of, you know, the general population that that is appropriation 
is, is important because I think that a lot of a lot of things are so ingrained in culture that you don't realize don't that think it's about appropriation, it. but it is. Mm-hmm. It is. So you know that that's a very slippery kind of slope because yeah and i know that there's i mean again we've we've had this conversation not necessarily on air but you know where it's like appropriation versus appreciation and you know there's that very razor thin line as well between that yeah yeah okay so the bruce springsteen thing so tell me more okay so i was actually just reading up on it um literally right now so apparently what happened was so federal prosecutors agreed to drop the charges that Springsteen was operating a vehicle under the influence and driving recklessly. Um, uh, charges assistant U.S. attorney said the government would not be able to prove. The evidence we reviewed indicates that after the defendant's arrest, he submitted to a breath test at the ranger station and his BAC reading was a .02, which as the court is aware is well under the legal limit of .08. I thought he pled guilty though. So he did plead guilty, but to, dr- to like, uh, public, like drinking in a public park. Where it's not allowed. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's like, oh, I had two small shots of tequila, he said in a virtual appearance before New Jersey Federal Court. Um, again, it just seems to me like if either you or I had been charged with that, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be so quick to be like, you know, well, he has a clean record and, you know, it's hard to prove. And like reason after reason after reason after reason. Like mm-hmm. I feel you and I would have had to at least put up an actual defense. Yeah. Well, that's why when people say... (laughs) But then again, neither you or I also have a podcast with Barack Obama. So I'm just saying. What do you mean? Bruce Springsteen and and Obama have a podcast now on Spotify. I did not know that. Called Renegades. Really? But like... It came out like like this week, last week. A weekly podcast? Oh, I don't know. No, and he's very beloved and all that. Um, I mean, it's nothing against him. I don't. I don't have anything against Bruce the uh, Springsteen, the boss. But yeah, I mean, it, it goes to show the you know inequities of the legal system. You know, that's something that like I mean, we're not going to touch upon maybe today. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's something that you know again, it's such a oh you know. I, there's not a problem with inequities and in the you right know, that doesn't exist with, with That's, police. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, right. Because if you know when you're you know white or fair skinned and you're whiting, you know you're riding in your Land Rover, or as I've know, said, when you are Perez and you're pulled over in Miami by Fernandez, you know, <laughs> it's not really a problem, isn't right. it? But leave the Tri-County area and oh baby, <laughs> leave the go to that little area between. Between Palm Beach and Kissimmee, that little hot spot oh, right there. Yeah, yeah. Port St. Lucie. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Get off at the I've rest told stop you this and keep story. going. I've told you the story. I, you know, when you live in South Florida in Miami, you it's a Miami are, bubble. It's it's a it's the Tri County bubble. You know, Palm Beach, Broward, and Florida. Well, in Monroe, I guess. That's true. Um, I forgot you know, about the them. keys. It's a South Florida bubble. You know, we're cosmopolitan, we're international, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I t- I've, I've told you this story several times. Every year I go with my friend to Lakeland, Florida right. um, to go to the Detroit Tigers training facility. Right. It's a yearly outing that him and I had, which we didn't have last year. Due to COVID, yes, clearly. But yeah. you, you take the turnpike north, you make a, you get off in the Yeehaw Junction. Oh, you know I love the Yeehaw Junction. You know we love that Yeehaw Junction. I do junction. love my Yeehaw Junction. And you make 
a left and you go west because Lakeland is on the west side of the state, mm -hmm. right? right? That area there, once you get off the Yeehaw Junction, that you go through like Bartow and all right. that. I remember the first time I went through that, I'm like, oh my God, they're flying Confederate flags yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's, like, it's the deep south. Yes. Yeah. Because again, this, the good old saying, Florida, the more north you go, the more south it gets. The more south it gets. Yeah. And you forget that. And I'm like, that's one Confederate flag. That's two Confederate flags. Well, that's the most racist episode of Sesame Street ever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. Like, where the hell am I? Yeah, Lakeland is a little bit different. It's a little more populated. So No, but Lakeland, I mean, it has like a lot of like negocio. Like businesses yeah, yeah. Publix and, and, is based in, in Lakeland. Right, right, right. Like, um, it's a big city. Uh, but that whole in-between area is like... Holy shit, like this is <laughs> Dixie country. Like, I'm sure that Blanche Devereaux, you know, has cousins big, up and down that big corridor. Daddy had some type of small plantation there, yes, you know, a because, family or something. Yeah, I, because it's like, oh, where the hell am I? One minute ago, I was in the Yeehaw Junction, and now you're in the deep south, babe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yep, Florida for you. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's 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 awful. Pero bueno, what are you going to do? No. But you know what? It's not awful. Or, we, or when it is awful, only we can say it because we're, we're born and raised here, is Miami. I would agree with that. And what is the one thing that you and I always tell people when they come to visit Miami if they don't leave South Beach? Miami is more than clubs, bitches, and hoes, and drugs. Exactly. Well... That's part of Miami. That is part of Miami. Listen, no, no, it is what it is. But so this week we have an interview with a brother sister duo who run the Beyond South Beach Instagram page, mm -hmm. who feel the same way we do. <laughs> um, we talked to them, like we said, it was it was our first in person interview, and I don't even know how long, but it was all perfectly. It was safely so done. nice. It was to have a sit down interview with real people. Yeah, to just like look across, and I mean, I love you. But it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see other people. So what actually was great about this interview was that um, when we finished the interview, we were just hanging out, hanging out uh, there. We were at um, Union well, Beer, Union Beer in Little Havana. Mm -hmm. And it was a great it was like very laid back. It was a beautiful um, day. You know, it was outside, you know, because we're respecting social distancing and all that. And um, there are these three guys there who were in Miami because of a, was it a... a it was a, a birthday party. A birthday party. One of their wives had turned 30. Turned 30. So it was a dirty 30 yep. celebration. And one was, one was from New Jersey. The other one was from uh, Destin, Florida. But yes. Destin, Florida is Alabama. Right. Um, <laughs> it's not really Florida. It's part and of that Florida Alabama was from thing. Georgia. No, that's but yeah. that's what I tell you. Like I had friends a few years ago from Tennessee. They went and spent a week in Destin, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, why don't you come up and like you know hang out with right, us?" Right. And I'm like, "Do you realize that Destin is like a ten hour drive yeah. from Miami? <laughs> like, it's not around the it's corner. Closer to you in Tennessee than then, us in Miami. Yeah. But anyway, shout yeah. out to those three guys. Yes, they might be listening now. Yeah, shout right. out to those three guys because we had like a great time." Uh, listen, speaking to them because we kind of were were asking them what they thought about Miami, right, right. and it was really interesting to hear their thoughts about Miami, you know, from outsider, outsider. perspective. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was yeah. it was cool. Yeah. So here's our interview with Beyond South Beach. 
All right, mi gente. And so, as we said, today we are here with the creators of quite possibly one of, if not our all-time favorite Instagram, uh, you know, handle influencers. I, I always vacillate between the terms. We're here with Alex and Philip Klump from the Beyond South Beach Instagram page. Thank you guys so much for joining us here today. And welcome to Pedro Let Me Welcome tell you. to Pedro Let Me Tell You. We're here in the backyard of Union Beer. Ooh, yes, thanks for yes. having us. Thanks and I have to say, us. I'm really happy, happy and excited about this interview because this is one of our first in-person interviews that we've had in a long time. Yes, we're practicing Honored. social distancing. Yes, yes. We're outside, but I'm in a hazmat suit. It's fine. It's nice to see real people on the other side <laughs> and not a screen. Cheers yeah. our beers, sharing a drink. Yeah. Exactly. Air, air cheers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All social distance. But so you know, as, as we mentioned, you guys started the Instagram page Beyond South Beach, and as any of our listeners know we are very adamant when we hear people say things like you know oh well i went to miami and we're like yeah where and they literally you know ocean drive and we're like where else washington avenue and we're like where else lincoln road we're like okay so you went to miami beach not miami you know we're, we're very big on the fact that miami is more than just la playa what led you guys to, to basically take that, I'm assuming, mindset and run with it to start a page? We always knew. Do you want to see the story or should I? Yeah, because I take all the credit here. Oh, my God. Because. He... Spoken like a true older brother. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that as an older brother. I, I, I relate. Um, the, I, I, was, I was living in New York City, you know, because uh, I was studying there. And I, every single time I told somebody I was from Miami, it was always South Beach came up, South Beach came up. Not that I thought anything of importance to it when that was happening to me. Uh, really what happened was that my mom somehow was like, there's this thing called Instagram that's like blowing up. Wait, your mother introduced you to Instagram? <laughs> she was just basically like telling me like, "There's you should do something here. And then much like a Cuban mom, she said, and your sister's very pretty, so you should do it with her. Yeah, I have to say, I'm sitting right across from her. She's gorgeous. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> And so we were thinking of something, and then I was in Berlin with my sister. At the time, we were traveling abroad, having fun. And then I was like, what about the name Beyond South Beach? I really think like people think this stuff. Yeah, but I think you sped through that. The truth is that like while we were on this trip together, we already had the idea that we wanted to do something. We wanted to showcase Miami. We knew we were going to do an Instagram about Miami. We knew that we wanted to make it different, not just... Because on Instagram, you see a lot of stock photography, you know, not, so we knew that I was going to be in the photos just to humanize the brand, just to be like, you know... She's there, and because of my mom wanted it. <laughs> but then we're in, so we're in Berlin, and we went to Amsterdam too. And without fail, every single person that we met anywhere was like, mm-hmm. "How's South Beach? How are the clubs? Like, how are the drugs?" And we were like, "Slow down!" Like, <laughs> we we barely go to clubs, you know. And that's when that's when he literally was like, you know, "Beyond South Beach." Yeah, at the time, I had really fallen in love with brand strategy th- through advertising, and then so I was like really obsessed with like a message, a message. We need a message, and then. When LeBron James said he's taking his talents to South Beach and everyone kind of was like, this is not even South Beach, right? That was more of like also further proof was like, look, we all feel this way that we are kind of like there's this misconception. And we tell people that we're from Miami that, yeah. you know, South Beach is is, is that it's lighthouse, yeah. you know, yeah, and it's exactly. not, you know. 
So we were, we felt the need to just let people know. Yeah, so everybody knows the lighthouse it, is it, at Farito. Yeah, <laughs> it's not exactly. South Beach. It, it, yes. it blows, I think, a lot of people's mind, including locals, that South Beach is a separate city with like a separate. I'm sorry, Miami Beach, a separate city with like a separate government from Miami. Like that's why when people use South Beach, Miami Beach, and Miami interchangeably, it's like kind of frustrating because totally. it's, it's not even correct. Yeah, yeah, it's not even correct. Yeah. So so you got this idea. So how did you actually? then actually put the idea onto Instagram? Uh, did you just start taking pictures? How did you start knowing what content to take, like what direction to take with your content? I'll never forget looking at my sister and straight up asking her like, are you cool with being in front of the camera? Like, and not just like try it out for two weeks kind of thing, like all the time being in front of the camera, yeah, you know, and like, you know, putting yourself out there and there's going to be a bad photo one day and you're in, people might notice that you deleted it or whatever and she's like I'm 100% cool and I have no problem with that I didn't have the confidence for that at all um, I had a really really big obsession at the beginning with making it about Miami and so like we always we had this like 30-70 rule where it had the photo had to be 70% Miami and 30% my sister <laughs> right so it wasn't so the point was that yeah. this is not about you like I remember him he told me too so we, we dabbled with a few names like Alex in Miami like stupid stuff like that and he was like nobody cares about you like this is not going to be wow, about you, you are a real older brother <laughs> damn yo yeah. like that's what he said he was like why would why do people care about seeing you like this is not about you this is about Miami and I, and he was right it has shifted now actually yeah, because sure. in the beginning it would be me maybe like walking back and you could barely see me but you saw like the restaurant or the park and then now we've noticed that people do like to see somebody. And Instagram in was a, a different platform at the time. It really it was, was more yeah. about How long ago did you guys create this? This is 2015. It's been, like, it's been, yeah, it's been like almost five years, yeah. yeah. And yeah, we had an obsession with, with well, I had obsess, we had an obsession with breaking the rules. Everyone tells you short captions. I was like, no, do the longer editorial captions, right? And we would got into big fights about that. And I was like, do the long ones. The, 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 you want to get editorial on this, you know? Like, don't, like tell something give something for people to actually enjoy and and it was a lot of back and forth and and um yeah i mean it, it has shifted i mean honestly like if i'm gonna be very honest like my 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 role on it you know i feel more like as a brand architect right but my sister right now is the entire engine she does everything now she's 80 percent of the brand i come here just for the to keep up my renown and just get my clout going you know what i mean and just like <laughs> But but the yeah, free beer. No, yeah, but exactly. Yeah. But it was a really big part in the beginning, like with the whole brand direction, like that beyond South Beach. That's what the whole brand is, you know, like not excluding South, excluding South Beach. That's big. I mean, so I know you guys, you guys actually live like in Little Havana, which is actually yeah. where, we're, where we're at right now. Union Beer is like the heart of Cayo Ocho. Yeah, we love it here. When you when you set out, was that your idea? Like, OK, when we're going to focus on Miami, let's start with. It was honestly, so yeah, we, it was, he says mama, <laughs> my mom, because she's been really helpful because she's from Miami. I mean, she's Cuban, but from born in Miami, from Miami. Um, and she sometimes like, she would tell us like, oh my God, what about, there's like this restaurant that everyone used to go to when I was young and I haven't been there in so long, but it's been there forever. We got to go there. So it's never been what we know. We've always like tried to explore, but it's been helpful that my mom, you know, she, she grew up in Westchester and she's lived like oh, in nice. South yes, Miami. And, home. Yeah, exactly. So she's, my mom's like a Miami girl through and through. So that's been super she, helpful. She, she's like a little, she's a Wikipedia and then she, yeah. she brought her. She picks the topic <laughs> right. and then we go and we shoot it almost. In doing this, what have you discovered about Miami that maybe you didn't know 
so I had just come out of college when we started, when we were thinking about it and all that stuff. And I wanted to leave Miami because I was like, you know, what? Miami doesn't have much. Like, it just is. It's like there's no culture here. Like, what? Nothing here gets me excited. You know, the entertainment industry is not even here anymore. Like, all of that's gone. But in being here, I realized that there are actually so many people who are trying to make the city better, trying to elevate the culture here. They, they really are. And it's it's awesome to meet those people. They're like-minded to us because that's what we're trying to do too. Just highlight those people doing that and highlight the businesses that... And now it's just like Miami's experience a crazy renaissance. So I'm like so glad that I stayed and have got to meet the people who... Can they hear me with that thing? Oh, okay. I guess we'll find out when I do the editing. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> but, do, um, but it, it adds... It adds, uh, it adds the ambiance yes. so we're outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> Plane flying. But like... I'm, I'm glad to have met those people who are doing that and seeing their success now and how Miami, what Miami's come up to be. And and it was really interesting to meet people who haven't even left Miami and feel the same way about Miami. And so that was kind of one gave me more, gave it more of a purpose for us in, 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 in creating the blog as well. But at the same time, like it, it, it served as the impetus to go out and, and learn about, you know, get more involved in like, Julia Tuttles and 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 and, and Birdines and all these stories, right? That I didn't, I really did not know before, you know, before Beyond South Beach. Which those, if you're getting more specific and detailed, those were stories for me that I got really into mm-hmm. at the time. You Ministry. know, going to the yeah. the graveyard out there and, and by Midtown. But it's true because Miami's a young, relatively young city, but it has a cool history that people don't know about. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's why that's another thing we've set out to do is really to highlight all the all the cultural I, pillars. I, I in feel that a lot of people, especially like people like us that were first or second generation from immigrants, I think we all go through a phase that we're over Miami. We want to leave Miami. Like this is where our parents came, but it doesn't mean this is where we have to stay. Uh, I'm sick of the traffic. I'm sick of the people. I'm, and then you move somewhere else and you're like, crap, you know, you really see the culture. Cause I know that happened to me. Yeah. I moved, I, I was speaking to uh you know about this in our pre-interview um i I lived in michigan for several years and yes our listeners are doing the eye roll uh because i that comes up a lot and when i was there i was like the total miami brand ambassador i was like (laughs) i love miami i love everything about miami i miss the sound the people the the traffic i miss it all and it got I, really weird when he was the copper tone girl though that was a little <laughs> odd i was like i even miss like Publix cake i'm like where do you get good cake oh in my michigan God. Publix cake is good okay <laughs> yeah, I, like, I love Publix cake <laughs> like, when i went to new york city when the, my first year in new york city i had i came in with the bright colors the v-necks the tight jeans the whole thing and i i feel you i was up north you know and people were looking at me like what the fuck are you wearing and yeah i was like and i'm like no this is i feel you all my friends what is that accent knew me for my tank tops yeah, they were yeah, like they're, 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 i'm like this is just what i do people okay yeah, deal yeah. with it but yeah, i yeah. but i think that goes to the larger picture that miami you know you can't compare miami to a city like new york in terms of historical value right right but the thing with miami is that miami's culture is very authentic because it, there's just such a mixture of people here that have made the city that have come and gone that our culture is very, very, very authentic and very specific. Like there's really no, nowhere in the world, like I think um, in your page, one of the things that you guys you know, do a lot of profiles on is the food, of course. And you know, when you think of Miami, you probably think of Cuban food. Uh, which obviously is a very big staple here. But what th- what have you guys come across that, again, maybe surprised you or you you didn't really think that you were going to find 
So, the, well, the reason why we do a lot of food, by the way, is also because there's just endless amounts of food. I mean, for yeah. co content purposes, like, you know, there's only so much history, right. so much this, so we try to, like, capitalize on the food. But, um, I mean, we have really good food. We have really... So, it, it's hard <laughs> to ask a question like that because it's, like, it's, there's so much of it constantly happening that's, like, muddled. It's, and, and, and... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I feel like it needs more prep for that. But for me personally, I'll never forget being in Brickell and there's a hot pot spot under oh, yeah. the um, four ambassadors. Yeah, the four ambassadors right there in yeah. Brickell Key, right before Brickell yeah. Key. Which it's is in like which a little is, mall area there. So hot yeah. pot's like in, from which, Hong Kong. It's like you cook your own soup, like the meat's in a soup. And it's, it's so it's it's like it's like Asian um, I think fondue. No, because it's soup. It's not like it's where you dip pot. it. It's a hot yeah, pot it, it's it's just it's a you get a broth. You pick a broth, you boil it, and then you can pick your meats, you can pick your veggies, and you can just toss them in there and boil it. Yeah. This is in the four ambassadors. Yeah, that is like air, like little mall I area they have. Yes. Yeah, and there. you walk in there. Oh wow! And it literally like and so we walk in the spot and it opens up. You know, and it's big and every single table you get to sit down and you know I, I judge places like if I'm going to go to to. So, you know, an Asian restaurant, if there are other Asians that are eating with me, I know it's legit. You know, that's kind of like who doesn't do that? You know what I mean? And so it's authentic. Right. And I went in there and it was exactly what you think it was. We had a, it was me and, and, and a couple of us, of other, uh, you know, Asian, Asian Americans. I'm not sure, but they were there with me. I was like, okay, this place has to be legit. Yeah. Lo and yeah. behold, man, my God, the service was great. And everything we got was amazing. Delicious. And they give you the pot, they pick your broth and you just throw it in your eat and it is a hidden gem for sure. Okay, I it think is. I need to go there yeah, right now because yeah. I love hot pot restaurants. I hope it's yeah. so open. A lot of people don't realize there's like also like a really big um, Jamaican food scene down here and uh, totally. Haitian food yeah. scene. Pen Everybody just thinks I it's Cuban. Pines. I was like, oh, but we have everything. I mean, we've got good soul food, Haitian yeah. food. Yeah. I mean, and everyone thinks Cuban, but really even Cayocho is barely Cuban it's right now. Yeah. yeah. Mexican, it's a it's Venezuelan, yeah. like it's everything. It's really like. Let's say you're talking. To Karen from Minnesota. Why is it gotta be Karen? Karen's gonna have yeah, issues. We don't like Karen. Karen's though. gonna have issues with everything <laughs> well, they say. But Karen from Minnesota wants to come to Miami. Yes. Minnesota. What would you? What list? What would you put on the list of Karen so, from Minnesota to do, see, eat, experience let's, let's in Miami? Let's, let's whittle it down. Top three. Oh, top three. It's hard to say. Oh, or whatever COVID. you know, whatever yeah. you guys well, think. Things no, to do. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a restaurant, but just like top three things that Honestly, she has to experience. Guy Ocho Maximo Gomez. I can't say. I can't say top three. I can't. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I definitely would tell her to go to Little Havana and, you know, walk Guy Ocho, have some Cuban food for sure. She has to do that. Okay. I also would tell her to like go down Biscayne Boulevard, like 
go see Upper East Side and all those 50 motels that are super cool. Go to downtown Miami. Like, there's some, or, you know, maybe go to New, go to grab a drink at Lost Boy or Over Under. Like, experience that because it's super cool. I'm I, I, I think, you know, walking to the whole, like, I love when, Pase- I mean, Paseo Catracho for me. Paseo Catracho for me on A Street is just the, is... I take everyone who comes from New York City and my friends who come, I go, we're going to Paseo Cradacho. Yeah, but I don't right? know that that's representative, though. You know, if someone has, like, It's not representative, but it is... Um, I'm trying to get, like, a... Rep- I'm trying to, like, say, like, a representative kind of way. It is kind of... How we do but, Miami, at least. But I, what I love about it is kind of, like, listen, like, you, you come into Miami, right? You, you go down to 836, you pass by downtown, you end up either in South Beach, right? Or you're staying in downtown, brick or area, right? And then I love taking them out of there and then going, like... Check out the spot on A Street that's been here forever, right? That is that 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 serves the Little Havana community, right? And it's Honduran, right? And you get the whole vibe. They have all the sodas too. It's the whole thing, right? And I love going there, and they love it, right? Because we're just having pupusas, we're having baleadas, yeah, we're doing the whole I thing, know, you know. Amazing. And it's like so they're like, "What is a pupusa? What's a baleada?" I'm like, "Dude, you, you just, <laughs> just just trust me. Like, let's sit down and have this, right?" And and it's amazing. Everyone loves that, you know. Unless you're because it is hard to get diet, Minnesota. You know? yeah. <laughs> but it's hard to get that food. I feel like Cuban food is imitated in other estates, and like that is hard. But and it's cliche, but I actually will always take someone over Saya's, Versailles. I really will. But it's but it, but but I, I know what you mean by it's cliche. But it's such an it's such an icon of Miami. It like, is. It's like it really ha- is. You you have to go yeah, there, yeah. right? Like at it, least para tomar un cafecito, yeah. like if nothing yeah. else. Like, I think croquetas. this city by bike, city, this city by bike is underrated. Yeah. I biked to Winwood today. It was actually amazing. To go from the Grove and you go through all the different mansions, right? And it's beautiful, right? And you're, and you're basically seeing these like incredible homes in the middle of a jungle. And to the them foliage, being, right? yeah, to them being in Little Havana, right? And then you're just going down and you're in Brickell. Like that whole experience yeah. is so unreal. It's outside of the food recommendation I'd make and 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 the party recommendations I'd make, but for sure she can really, she can. Make, creating an itinerary for a night out, my sister is the best at that. Ooh. Like, if you want to have your, you know, your phone number, PM, I, may, you know. I may hit you up for that. If yeah. you're starting at brunch and you're trying to go all the way to 5 a.m., my sister knows what to do. Yes, yes. please. Yeah. All right. Yes, all right. It. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so we got to bring up. Yes, we got to yes, bring up. Because we did not know that we were with um, essentially royalty Miami royalty sort of here <laughs> in our presence. <laughs> so, for those of you who live in Miami, there is. A little club called La Coacha that maybe these, these y'all guys may have gotten drunk there. Have a had little your first underage little drink connection there. to. So tell us about your connection to La Coacha. So our grandma and grandpa started La Coacha. It was a it was a little. They came from Cuba. It was a tiny little like cafeteria. Eventually, my uncle got involved and my mom got involved, and then it became a club with concerts with. Like, and the cafeteria so was always forgot. in the same location. Always the same location, but then they ended up expanding and expanding right, right, more yeah. and more. Yeah, because I know when you would walk in, there would be like the little cafeteria right, would be exactly. there. Yeah, that was but the it origin- was originally just a truck stop. Yeah. And then my uncle, who um, he was gonna love this, was a very good-looking dude, and he model. and this was like yeah, <laughs> Miami's like model era, and he um, basically, you know, unfortunately, our, our grand our grandfather grandfather actually passed away building, and he was moving. Uh, oh. A yeah. fridge, and he got electrocuted, and so he inherited, oh you know, In this La- property. Yeah. And so here's this, you know, models doing calendars in New York City and so forth, right? Gets like a watch out, right? And just says, "Look, I'm gonna blow this shit up." And then he blows this up, and then he gets Gloria Stefan and J Lo before anyone there. He just turns it into a nightclub, essentially. Yeah. 
Um, over time, my mom ended up coming in uh, because involved. he got involved in other businesses, right? So she kind of took over, right? For the last kind of like, I think 10 years of like a watch, my mom got involved. Um, and that's when the concert started. That's yeah. when this the, explains like, why your mother is so plugged into everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, really. But she it was, really, it, she really. It's really a family story. Like, you're, ta- you're talking about like a 75 year old grandma 80 year old grandma like in the in the front center of a gente de sona concert dude right like, yeah. dancing reggaeton and that's what i wanted to and say like, dude and like cuban as hell like thinks everybody's stealing from her every single person is stealing <laughs> from her <laughs> counting every single dollar you know yeah and so yeah it was, it was really fortunate for us you know like i'm 19 years old i don't really i can't really grasp this idea of having a nightclub right but then i know where like me and my best friends i've graduated high school and we're drinking a la guacha you right. know and just having this time and so it was it was and that's what I want to say. My grandma was there literally up until the end. Like, really? And even, even when, like, they ended oh. up selling the business and, like, what they sold the property, right. and we sold the property and stuff like that, my grandma would ask, like, ¿Y la covacha? ¿Qué está pasando con la covacha? Like, always, like, what's going on with la covacha? You, you know what was really interesting about la covacha was that I remember when we were in high school, which was a few years before you guys were, <laughs> la covacha was the shit. Like, yeah. everybody loved la covacha. Oh, and 20 years later, people were <laughs> still, still talking about la covacha. Like, know. you know, yeah. because clubs are so, you know, have such a short shelf life, you know, a lot of times. Yeah. A few years are in. But la covacha, I felt, was relevant That's for a, so over long. Over 25 years. I feel yeah. very safe in calling it a Miami club icon. Yeah, yeah. It, like, is. It, it is. It really, really is. And, it and is what I also <laughs> thought was really interesting was that I remember when we used to go to La Guacha a lot when we were like in college. Oh, yeah, there was a time that we were going like every two weeks. Yeah, that we <laughs> like, would go, no we would lie. go a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we would go for the club. But I remember one time I was listening to my, my uncle was at my parents' house and he's like, no, porque yo amo de La Guacha. And I'm like, Oh, that, yeah, Lunch, then my mom yeah. added a restaurant to it, right. made it more yeah. of a restaurant. Because yeah. I didn't realize what sure. you're saying. I didn't realize that they were also still a restaurant. And I, you yeah. could go. Yeah, we were going there after we're dark. We were going after we dark. Were, yeah. We were going right. for the club. And I'm like, look at this. You could have lunch there and then, you know, I party do, later. I think, like, Watcha really is, like, in terms of, like, a business, you know, and there are plenty, like, the they have that, like, work ethic that comes with, like, immigrant ingenuity and hustle, right, yeah. that they just continue to push things forward. And like, Awacha definitely has had that. I think that one of the reasons, if not the biggest reasons, <laughs> that's a 180 right there, guys. Yeah. was as successful as it was for as long as it was, was, and, and this goes very much to your Beyond Miami. Beyond South is Beach. Is that Beyond, uh, Beyond, <laughs> Beyond South Beach, excuse me. Beyond Miami is, means that I have a Broward is, page. Um, <laughs> no, 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 none of that. Is that <laughs> the Coacha was one of the few clubs that wasn't pretentious. Right. You went there yeah. with yeah. your friends to dance, to hang, hang out, out. To, have real, to have a good time. have a good time. Like straight up, you, know, you had a couple you, of drinks, you hung out. It wasn't like and when you go to South Beach and you know that yeah. this club is going to be. First of all, there's like promoters. And are you on the list? You are have to you stand in the line for an hour. List? You have to stand on, on the line. You knew that you were going to go to like watch, have a good time with your friends, drink, have fun, whatever. And then go to Denny's and go to, you know. Or, I mean, you're under whatever. a tiki. You're going to sweat your ass off. Yeah. Okay. No one looks good after like. La sudada más grande de mi vida. I haven't had on a dance floor. We're yeah, at no, La Covacha. You're outside. Like, how do you? Yeah. And, and I also think, I mean, I'm sure you probably, you guys probably got tourists, but it was a local thing. Yeah. And so I, I did feel like when you talk about La Ciudad and everything, right, it was, it had this culture of, of that created a, 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 I don't know how you feel about Jonas or not, but like, I felt like, <laughs> hey, they're part of our culture. We love them. I I'm feel like, I, I will say, I feel like Let's that's the real. pull quote for this episode. I don't know how you feel about Chongas, but that's, <laughs> listen, for better, for worse, they're part of our culture. <laughs> I know it's an old word. No one uses the word anymore. No, but like, nobody. And like, they tried to be like, oh, Cholas. I'm like, no, that's West Coast. That's yeah, LA. Yeah, like, exactly. a Chonga is a Chonga. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. That, I mean, I think that that story, that like a watcha story, I yeah, love seriously. it. I love like, it. Yeah. Again, 
I cannot tell you the number of nights that I don't remember at La Covacha. To be honest, it's like it like warms my heart because so our grandma passed away last year, and it's just oh, an, it's such an like homage yeah. to her to hear you talk like that, you know? Because yeah. like she would, she it was, you know. It's just that was like her pride and joy, and yeah, it yeah, gave yeah. us a lot of yeah. opportunity and yeah. everything. You know, it's just like so and, nice. And if you think about it, like like a true American dream story too. By it, the way, it was, it was in the middle of nowhere because that that especially when it first started was 100%. an industrial area. Yes. Like now it's a little bit more. There was cows across the street growing up there. Yeah. When I would go hang out there, there was cows. I was going to say, there was cows when we would go there. Yes, <laughs> literally. No, seriously, cows. Yeah, we're not that old, okay? I knew no. that area as a kid was because Our Lady of Mercy is at the end, the cemetery. Mm-hmm. You know, and my family, you know, we have a lot of family members there. Um, which is that I always like, crap, I'm going to like watch. I'm like, you know, the cemetery's on the end of the street. But it was like in the middle of nowhere, as you said. It was like under a tiki, yeah. you know. And still, yet, it was such a, it was a banger. It was such a, like, yeah. big Straight part up. of Miami culture for so long. For so long. Well, by the it, way, it is and this is a this too. is a shameless yeah. plug, but the, the people who were leasing it left. So it might come back or... Yeah. Wait, so the Quatch is closed right now? <laughs> the Quatch is closed right now, and it's 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 waiting for somebody. So, so that that hit us up. If legit, it made me a little sad right now yeah. to know that it's so, not So, no, it there. already changed. So, it was La, it was La Quatch for a long time, and then um they, like, they, oh, they like Divino or something. But, that, yeah, so then it was La Quatch, and then, like, recently, like, the the new people who were leasing it, or the, yeah, the COVID thing changed it completely, oh, true, and then COVID, they dipped yeah. during the COVID, so... Whatever, they can change the name all they want. It's like a watcher. Well, if it comes back, <laughs> you guys come back on the show and we'll promote the hell out of it. Oh, yeah. Woo! We will record, we'll live, record live from, from Laco Wacha under the tiki, sweating our ass off. I'm going to say, just based on this conversation we've had, that our next interview should actually just be their mother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because she sounds like the coolest lady like she really is. I've ever She's heard like of. The first like, lady of Miami. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like I think we need to have your mom on the show. She okay? will love to hear that. By the way, my dad is really cool too. But yeah, my mom. My mom is the queen of Miami for sure. La reina. Shit. Yeah, I mean, brought up my dad. <laughs> They're equal parts owner. My dad. <laughs> so, all right. So beyond South Beach, where, where you guys, where do you see the brand going? Do you have any like future plans? Like, what are what are some of the you know the direction you want to take with this? Because it's done really it's done really well. So obviously there's an appetite for it. Totally. I mean, originally, so we thought that it was gonna be, and again, like my brother was saying, well, like my brother's saying, like it wasn't that whole influencer thing wasn't really a thing at the time. So we kind of thought, you know, we were having monthly i'm sorry yearly events we had two last year actually before covid so i guess two years no two years ago before covid did you guys and i could be remembering somebody else did you guys do like a party bus yeah we did we did that was you guys okay yeah yeah, that was our last event that we had but before that we were doing this thing called meet miami with like local vendors and local music so so that was like part of it and it's just taken so Uh many different turns but we're gonna come out with products it's just it's a lot man it's a lot and um the biggest return we make on beyond South Beach is other than the emotional return of being able to create right, you know, right. and add to the fabric of Miami and, and highlight the fabric of Miami. Like, in terms of monetarily <laughs> right. return, like the circles and the people that we've met and been able to like get in touch with, right? that's like really being the best return. Originally, I was like, damn, beyond South Beach. Okay, that's going to keep me in Miami, which you know, at the time I wasn't sure. But then now the niche has actually been so helpful because if a brand wants to, if a brand wants to hit Miami, they know to come to us. Although, like, I mean, we have like a little over 40,000 followers, right? But so other people have a million and they're based in Miami, but their million is a little bit in Tokyo, 
a little bit in Shanghai, a little bit in. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I was gonna say, but the, the Beyond Miami concept. South, South, <laughs> sorry, South Beach. Oh my gosh, South Beach. Um, this is a sesenta sesenta thing. Yeah, the other this day is this is up. our life, by the way. This um, is you know thirty years of friendship. The Beyond South Beach thing. Um, <laughs> it, it 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 helps in the sense that it could it doesn't only have to be Miami. You could even venture off into like. Fort Lauderdale or oh, whatever. Oh, we do, we do. Oh, okay. we, we do I've done, sure. We've done Key West before, Fort Lauderdale. Like It's crazy to see this idea stick the way it has, you know? And so, like, we don't sit here thinking about, oh, what's the next step? We're just like, we're just going to keep doing what yeah. we do. Like, it, it just, it works. It'll naturally evolve. Yeah, it naturally yeah, evolves, exactly. you know, as the and city evolves, you know? like. So. And we've stayed really authentic, you know what I mean? Like, to, and I know we mentioned this before, like, it really is about, yeah. it is about Miami. It's not me with my butt out and stuff like that. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. with, and I think that people really... Sometimes it is, though. I think that people really hey, appreciate as someone that. someone who also has a cute butt okay sometimes it's okay to feature it all right exactly not necessarily on our podcast page but you know <laughs> but oh, guys you know as we as we wrap up i mean and i and honestly i'm only wrapping up because we kind of have to because we could sit here and talk to you guys for like yes. five hours sure. legit and we're, not all, run we're out, all passionate about miami here yeah and not run out of things to do but it's it's because of that passion that like i said I like you know like... we we wanted you guys on the show you know we had to have you guys on the show because it's something that we've all, you know, all four of us at some point have, you know, like, oh, we need to get away from the city. We have left the city. We have to, but we came back because yeah. we ultimately, like, it's in our heart. You know, it's in our blood and it's. And that's a trend, by the way. Is <laughs> it really? Seen, I've, I don't know. I've seen a lot of my friends, like, or, yeah, I've done the it's same a, thing. This is an incredible city. And I do think that people going out, getting all those values, stealing what they can and then bringing it back and just like growing and cultivating it here now is what's happening. And so. Yep. Really, like you do have this incredible city that's just growing, and and my sister does an incredible job of just highlighting it. And thank you guys so much for having us on the show. Really, I feel like we just put like four thank Cubans you. together, and like Juanil started, and then we're just like talking. Went <laughs> went this way, went that way, went this way, went that way. But you know, it's all about you know this is there is a lot to Miami, and and, and you know there is more to a it than to South Beach, South Beach, and South I think Beach, South <laughs> Beach, than South Beach. You know, and I think that's listen important. to Guanel talking. 144, 45 episodes in. Um, our goal is always to keep the interviews under 20 minutes. It's never happened. It's yet to happen. Yeah, they're all like, they're all over an hour. <laughs> it's yeah. yet to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, you know. Yeah. 20 so, minutes, man. We try. God bless. Yeah. And then it's, it's never a, happened. Yeah. We haven't even come close. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, it's yeah. incredible. But uh, thank you guys so much. And you know what? Just, I only have one ask of you guys is to please keep doing what you're doing. Thank Aww, you. Thank you. You too. Don't please. stop. Yeah, you, you guys too. Ish and DJ, thank you so much. Yeah. And we're back. Yes, we is. That was fun. That was fun. We should do more of our interviews at Union Beer. <laughs> we should. We should. It's a great space. For it's those centrally you, located. It's centrally located. It's got a nice outdoor. You know, the drinks are well... Pro- I mean, this, this is not a sponsored ad, by the way, guys. We just literally love Union Beer that much. So if you're ever in Miami, go no, to Union Beer. No, so they're cool guys. They're super what? cool guys. Yeah. Whatever. It, yeah. It's a spot. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Alfred, for, for you know taking care of us um but yeah it's like it's really interesting what we were saying about like the, the guys that were there after yeah it, it's really interesting that their perception of of miami um one of my favorite favorite things as you know noted in the interview was the whole thing about la Coacha. that was the most beautiful surprise yes yes it literally we were doing a pre-chat and they were like oh yeah by the way and we're like what you buried the lead like yes. that's i mean yeah yeah so so that was that was a fun one so 
All of this chat made me thirsty. Yes, sir. I think it's time for some last sodas. So do you yeah. want to go first? Yes. So I am giving a double last soda Ooh, this double. week. Well, it's two of them. Oh, oh, okay. To Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, okay. So if you've listened to the last 145 <laughs> episodes of the show, <laughs> you would know that I am a fan of Meghan Markle, not because she married Prince Harry. Um, it's because of Deal or No Deal. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, one of the suitcase girls. I think she was like suitcase number forty or something, or forty something. Uh, she was in Suits, which was was and still is one of my favorite shows of all time. You know, illegal drama. Can you imagine that? Um, did you hear about them this week? I know that they're having a baby. Yes, that's so. They are officially mm-hmm. out of the royal family. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah official. Yeah. Because when this made news last year, mm-hmm. it was them in like a tryout period. Oh, I didn't know. It, yeah, when it, was, they, it was like a rumspringer. Yeah, when they said that they were going to leave the royal family and move to the U.S. last year, uh-huh. it was kind of like a probationary period. And then the queen was like, "Move out for a year, oh, see what happens, and then come back to me." But the, at the end of this year, um, that's it. And you know, there there are people. There are two people that are, are getting now an amount, a huge amount of media scrutiny. It's specifically him, because mm-hmm. he is a royal. And Was. they have chosen... Well, I mean, he always yeah, will yeah, be yeah. in the sense of... Um, just his, know, his, his, his heritage, yeah, yeah. But just... And a lot of people would disagree with me, but this is obviously my opinion. The courage that it took to leave that, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because... He just wasn't happy. And he talked about his mental health issues. Right. He just wasn't happy. And they, they're they setting up all these charities and all these foundations. Yeah, they're doing good. To help people. You know, yes, that does mean that they have to do a deal with Netflix. Yes, that does mean that they're going to get all these cushy endorsements. Yes, the fact that he's a royal, of course, it makes him... Um, appealing. Yeah. Appealing and marketable. Right. But the fact that he had the courage to... Say, you know what? This is not for me. Right. I'm not going to continue with this farce. And it's nothing against the royal family because right. God knows I love the monarchy. The monarchy. You know, you do. in my library, I have like 10 books about the British, the history of the British monarchy, you know, but that he had, yeah, the balls to be like, this is not what makes me happy. I I'm not fulfilled. You know, I have a wife now and this is what we want to do together. And if this right. means turning my back on this, that it does. And, you know, he could have lived really, really cushy for the rest of his life yeah. without a care in the world, you know. And instead, he's choosing to help people and use his platform to help people. And then her, you know, I love her. So right. whatever she does, I'm going to be like, you're fine. Right, you're you know? fine. Unless she says something about communism in Cuba, you know. And don't say, I'll make a mark. Yeah, Raya at that point. That's what it is. I no, I mean, you know, it's interesting. I just I, I just hope that, you know, in the next couple of years we we inevitably get a movie directed by Madonna and it's called H and M. Oh, I got that. I got that. Oh, that took me a minute, but I got that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it's modern day, it could be exactly, you know, and it'll be sponsored too by H and M. By H and M, yes. Uh, uh, 
Madonna did some years ago. She kind of did like this vanity project film called W.E. Right. Which was about... Uh, Wallace and Edward. Wallace Simpson and Edward. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, it was the... You know, this happened in the 40s. Uh, king Edward, who was now um, going to be king of... of of the United Kingdom, um, he abdicated the throne because he fell in love with Wallace Simpson, who was an American divorcee. Yes, yes. It's and, in The Crown. Huh? It's in The Crown. Yes, but not everybody watches The Crown. Okay, no, no, no. I'm just saying for those who wish and, to, you know. And, um, you know, at the time, it was one of the most controversial, like, happenings in the world. Yeah. Um, because how can this man... Give it know, all up. Give it all up for, for love. love. Yeah. You know, and, and I remember when Madonna did that movie, to her credit, I remember she said something along the lines of like, you know, the nature of men is to fight and kill for power. And here was this man who was the king of the United Kingdom, and he gave up that yeah. power for the woman that he loved. Yeah, he basically said, no, thank you. Yeah, and walked away. And then yeah. thanks to him... Doing that, his brother, George, got the throne. Right. And, and, and that Lizzie. was Elizabeth's, <laughs> the current queen's yeah. uh, father. Because Elizabeth, yeah. they were not supposed to be yeah. and uh, and line. And Wallace and Edward were together for the rest of their lives. Their lives, right? yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So, so, so Madonna directed this movie some years ago. And... The movie, have you seen the movie? I've never seen it. The no. movie is is very, I, I think the movie's good. I think she got a lot of shit. Because she's Madonna. Because Madonna, so they were just going to give her a lot of shit. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Costume. Oh, something. okay. Okay. Um, so Madonna can say that she did an Academy Award winning. Oh, okay. Academy uh, Award nominated, nominated, nominated film. Right. But um, yeah, Megan and Harry H&M. So I like that. I like that. But yeah. So, but hopefully now that she's working and though she'll be in whatever, whenever they do a suits reunion, she'll be part of it. Oh yeah, she can show up now. Yeah. Okay. See, bright spot. Yeah. So, my last soda, I'm gonna give it to someone that I guarantee, maybe three of you, even know who he is. It's a local person. It's a civilian. It's not anybody famous. It's not anybody in the public eye. But it's somebody who took action this past week in a way that I will continue to celebrate and commend and and just hype up because we need more people like Anthony Barroso. Now, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm going to take a step back. Is this offense? Yes. Okay. Earlier this week, on one of the busy streets here in South Florida, I think it was off of um, like 87th Avenue, and Coral Way in the southwest area. If I'm if I, I could be wrong, but it was a very it was a main, you know, a main thoroughfare, shall we say, right? Somebody had taken with just a spray spray can and written on a on a brown fence in big ass letters, beware the Jews. And this is a street that Anthony Barroso takes every day. It's by his house. It's it's you know, it's where he lives, it's his neighborhood. And I'm going to read right now what he had posted on Instagram uh, over a picture of this. This was actually the second picture he posted. He said, It's one thing to see stupid acts like this on the news and wonder how ignorant and hateful people can be. But it's another to see this in your own community, minutes away from your home. Mm -hmm. There are so many Jewish people that I've grown up with that I consider to be family. My girlfriend's family is Jewish. I've been disappointed by so many things I've seen within the city in the past few years, but this hits so close to home because it is literally at my home. So 
what Mr. Barroso went ahead and did was he went to the local Ace Hardware, Home Depot, you know, hardware store, whatever, and he bought white paint and he went back to that fence and he painted over it. Nobody, it was not like they donated money. It's not like, you know, it, he's a city contract. He was just somebody who said, this is wrong. And I'm not just going to sit by and say, oh, what a shame. He went and he did something about it. And so, you know what? We really desperately need more people like like Anthony Barroso because I know many of us, many of you listeners, myself included, will pass by things like that and kind of go like, coño, que lastima, coño, me da una roña, coño, me, me encojona, you know? And we get upset about it and, and it bothers us because, you know, we're, we're not those people. But for whatever reason, we don't take action. You know, sometimes yeah. it's... sometimes somebody else is going to do it. Well, it's, somebody's going to do it, but sometimes it's literally just something like, you know, maybe you're on your way to drop the kids off at school or, you know, you're you're late for a meeting or what have you, you know, and, and just for valid reasons, you know, you don't stop and do something about it. But he did. And if we all, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as well, you know, if we all maybe took a minute to stand up for these things and to and to make these little changes here and there... These people will always exist, but I think it might become a little more apparent that we're not just going to take their bullshit. Yeah, and 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 I hope I hope I have half the the gumption to take action like Anthony Barroso did, and I've said his name like four forty times now because you guys should all follow him and 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 give him kudos, you know. And and I hope at some point in my life, you know, when I'm faced with a similar situation, that I have that wherewithal to do even a fraction of what that man did that, that day. Cool. No, definitely. Like that, that's very commendable. Um, you know, I, that goes very in line. I mean, with, it's not like, you know, like, yeah, awesome. I, that goes very in line with, I mean, I don't want to make this about myself, but you know, the motto I always say, I want to be part of the solution, not the problem. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. Like he saw this and he's like, I'm not going to tolerate this. And he went and bought Pain and right. paint and it, it was over a, it. and it was a simple solution. Yeah, you know, paint it, it over it. Um, I I think that a lot of people maybe want to do things and they want to help out and they think of like the big picture, like oh my gosh, what's this grand thing that I right. can do? And while that's great and and, and fine, it's those little everyday things, up. like what you're talking about that he did, that are significant and they cause a change because you know what. Obviously, that was very offensive to people that are Jewish. But once he painted that, you couldn't read it anymore. So just by that instantly, there may have been somebody Jewish or maybe even non-Jewish because I would have been offended. Jewish and that, I, I that offended offended. me. Yeah. You know, that now we're not going to see that. Yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting. This isn't the first incident, by the way, in Westchester. You know, it's so a couple really... A couple weeks back, there's a... I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to make it known... There is, because my cousin's a firefighter, there is at one of the fire stations, I think the one on off of Bird Road, mm-hmm. um, There maybe it's not that one, but there's like a little monument of a piece of the building from 9-11, mm-hmm. you know, because it's firefighters and yes. it's their brothers that they lost that day or what have you. And somebody also spray painted like right on the on the floor in front of that. I think they spray painted Beware the Jews or something right. the Jews. So there's an uptick. You know you know what's, what, what's so in, like, I, I find so... Like, I think about how I grew up. This may sound really ignorant. I didn't know that there was anti-Semitism until I was probably, like, in high school. Because I grew up in 
such a like pro like Jewish pro Israel kind mm-hmm. of household that that was never like that never came up like n- never like I it just never I dawned. mean I know of the Holocaust right right but right? you thought but you thought that that was the extent of it to a degree right to and degree, that ended yeah. and oh my god the Holocaust is the worst thing you know that has ha- right, happened right, in humanity right. thank like, God we're, we, we were moving we, on we, right. yes like I didn't realize and I know that sounds very ignorant mm-hmm. but I didn't realize until I was like older like maybe of high school age mm-hmm. that I was now reading things on my own and finding out things right. on my own that there was still so much anti-Semitism because we're in my household it, that, was, it wasn't a thing. It was such a non-issue. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when I mean a non-issue, it wasn't an issue at all. Like, I was like, okay, there's Jewish people. And like, mm-hmm. I've said... I mean, hubieran preferido que estuvieran bautizado. Pero bueno, that's... No, no, a, that, but that, that, like, for example, I've <laughs> said that here, like, in my elementary school, like, three of my um, teachers from when I was in Cyprus were Jewish. So during the holidays, we celebrated Hanukkah. Yeah. So those were all concepts that were very... Like they was, weren't yeah. foreign to me. It's like, okay, you know, like I'm Catholic and you're Jewish and you're mm-hmm. Baptist and you're and whatever. Yeah. Now we're like, all going to sing about the dreidel. Like, yeah, there's, right. there wasn't like uh, any type of difference in my mind and mm-hmm. like my mind. So when I, I was like, Oh, anti-Semitism is a thing. Yeah. I was like, you know, obviously it's bullshit, but I was like, I can't, as I grew older and then I finally recognized that it was a thing, it's like, right. oh, this is like a really big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it never really went away. Yeah. But but especially in the United States and in like Florida, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, obviously that type of racism and intolerance is bad no matter what. Yeah, you yeah know, where it comes from. Yeah. Groups you're targeting. targeting but I mean... This is the U.S. Like, it's not like you had this land issue with like the Jews, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, what? Not what, that it makes it better, but it's not the Gaza Strip. It's like, what are you arguing about? Like here, right? Like, right what are you so upset about? You know, beware the Jews. What? Right, like, be, yes, like, be, beware the Jews. What? Right, because I don't know about you, but I love their culture. Hell yeah, yeah. Some challah bread, you know. Oh yeah, you know. Some and, and 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 we we've talked about that here in the podcast a lot regarding the Jewish community. You know, the the Jewish community in in a lot of aspects, especially their um, take on family, is so similar to Latinos. the the Latin community mm-hmm. that you know family is paramount, and you know you have la the grandmother, the yeah, yenta, the booby, I think the booby. They, they they say um and it's so there's similarities there in terms mm-hmm. of like f- especially family family bonds yeah um that it's like when you see that it's like who the hell's writing that like right idiot like right you're anti-semitic of what like like right apropos of what it's like ugh. i mean you know why it could, the, the thing is that none of this makes sense because we're not those people. Well, we don't have that mentality. We're not those people. It's because racism, I mean, this sounds like a PSA, but racism and intolerance and ignorance of that sort is, does just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because it's not rational. So it's right. like, of course it makes no sense because it's stupid. Right, like, right. It's like, you, you can't because, no. <laughs> because even people that have like different takes on historical, like events, significant right. or events are, don't, like resort to that or don't right. you know don't yeah they don't resort to that type of bigotry but whatever um you know people uh, yes 
So it's just but, so but you know but Anthony Barros you know much like the the you know the the kids from Beyond South Beach putting Miami in a positive light. Yeah, no, and and again, it's 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 those everyday heroes that yeah. you know mm-hmm. do significant things. So a nice soda to him. Yes, a nice crisp, nice crisp. Because I'm sure that he had calor de carajo the day that he had to paint that. Crisp, cold soda. Yeah, I see. Like the when you drink a carbonated soda and like it Ooh. fizzes in your mouth, and you're like, oh, it, it hits all the right taste buds. Yes, and it's oh like really cold. Okay, you're describing it right now, and I just got the taste. Yes, in in my tongue of of soda of that that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that it kind of stings a little bit. Like yes, when you first drink, yes, for like a microsecond, it's like. But then the taste, sweet kicks in. Your taste buds are like, Ugh. but yes. Okay. Anyway, that's <laughs> that one. That's forget it. Well, that was that our notes, version of ASMR. On that note. <laughs> Oh, don't even start me with the food ASMR. I can't. I can't. With the people like eating crispy fried chicken. It's like, what? Oh, never mind. Anyway, everybody, we hope we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us, everybody. That was episode 145. Have a great weekend. Happy Friday. Yes, Pero Friday. Yes, cuídense, mi gente. Enjoy the last weekend of February. Uh, bye. Bye. You're so good home the last weekend of February. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomblaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.